0: I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. Well, hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the How to Do Marketing Show. And today I am going to be talking about measurement. Again, I do love this topic. You've probably guessed that by now if you have listened to a few of my episodes. Um, And today, we, of course, are talking about how to measure marketing sponsorships, because this has always been a little bit tricky for a lot of small businesses, um, particularly in regional areas where it really is the small businesses that are relied upon by local sporting clubs, local events, local charities to be able to support them. And The beautiful generosity of so many small businesses means that, you know, often it feels like, you know, kind of everyone's always got their hand out and you feel, you know, you kind of want to support everybody um, because everybody's got, you know, doing fantastic things. But sometimes, you know, there's really only so much money and so much time that you've got to to spare and, and to support and you want to make sure that this money's being well spent or your time, however, you're choosing to support these organizations. You want to make sure that it's making impact, that you're not just shelling out, you know, dollars to, you know, maybe um, volunteer committees that that aren't taking their, you know, their, their role seriously, or, or maybe not creating the, the best experience for, for the cause that they're championing. Um, you want to make sure that when you're kind of supporting these organisations, that they're, you know, your your money is being well spent on on your behalf. Mm-hmm. The other thing you really want to make sure of is that you know if it works for your brand to be positioned as, you know, a community player, as someone that does support the community, because a lot of organisations are, are literally supporting local organisations are supporting these communities. It's actually a really good message to share as part of your marketing, and this kind of sits at the top of the marketing journey, of the top of the marketing funnel. We put this in the the awareness and the positioning um, a part of the funnel, which is what which sits right at right at the top. So it's really just about sharing a message and positioning your brand. Um, Not always when we sponsor do we expect a dollar return from that particular sponsorship. Sometimes it's more just about telling the story about how passionately you, you know, want to see the community succeed and then choosing the avenue in in where you want to kind of spend those dollars and, and, and help that success happen. But before I delve into the 10 ways that you can measure the return on investment of your sponsorship, I just want to let you know about a little something that I have put together for you. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while or have read any of our content, then you'll know that we are all about ensuring that small business owners know how to get the biggest bang for their marketing buck. So we want to, we always want to share how you can be efficient with your marketing spend while still ensuring the best possible high-impact outcomes. In fact, we live and breathe the creation of high-impact marketing outcomes that have been generated from a small budget. So I started writing a list the other day of all the things that we do to achieve this and I quite easily came up with about 50 of them. So, I'm going to share these with you all in the hope that you can use this as a bit of inspiration as you're putting together your marketing plans for the next activity period, whether that be, you know, the next year or the next quarter, um, the next six months. Hopefully, some of this um, list will will give you some ideas um, now, if you want to grab this list, all you need to do is simply head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things, and that's 50 the word. So head on over, grab that list, download it, and uh, I hope that you find that that really helpful. But for now, let's start talking about sponsorship measurement. Now, I have to just caveat these these 10 measurements with the assumption that if you're choosing to sponsor something, and and I guess this is what I recommend to all of my clients, try not to be all things to all people, you know, for a really effective sponsorship. It's actually something that you should consider in your marketing strategy and planning. You know, where do we want our brand positioned? What are the causes that we're really passionate about? What are the causes that our customers and our tribe are really passionate about? And let's, you know, spend the money and our time there. So rather than try and sponsor, you know, 200 different organisations, perhaps it's a bit smarter to actually um, be able to, to give more money and more time and more of your attention to, you know, fewer causes to see if you can make a bit more impact. The other caveat too is, I'm assuming that you're leaning right in for this. I'm not a passive sponsor. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's lovely and it's generous to throw money at causes. When it's simply a, a transaction, it's a very, very valued transaction, but it's kind of the least that you can do. Now, you may just go, what do you mean? Like we're handing over dollars to, to these organizations. And and as I say, you know that's that is an incredible, yeah. gener- incredibly generous thing to do. But there's so many ways that you can lean into that so much further. So you know, if you're sponsoring something with money, why not as a whole organisation instead of leaving it up to the, the the cause or the event or whatever you're sponsoring or the the, um, mem- the club? Why not you get behind it from your channel? So rather than just rely on, on the causes like social media posts or they say they're going to put your, you know, um, logo on their website or, or whatever they've promised you, great, that's awesome. But there's nothing stopping you doing that too. You know, you get out there and spread this message as fervently as you can. You own that responsibility. You, can, you control that responsibility. So why wouldn't you it doubles the it stands to double the effect of your effort So I have assumed that you, you're leaning right in you've chosen this cause to strategically align with your brand and your business um, and then these are the 10 measurements that you can have in place that should give you a really good indication as to how much impact you're making with that sponsorship. Now, of course, this list is not exhaustive. There are many, many, many ways that you can measure your sponsorship effectiveness. But the following 10 are ones that we probably use the most regularly. So, let me begin. Number one, and this is is the most important, I believe, is the success of the organization or the cause that you are sponsoring. I mean, I I guess when I'm choosing sponsors or I'm, or, I'm, or I'm advising clients on choosing sponsors, as I've said, kind of like choose the ones that mean the most to you. So if you've aligned your sponsorship commitment with something that really means something to you or to your customers and you're genuinely wanting to help them succeed, well then surely the measurement first and foremost is did they succeed? And depending on what their KPI is, that might look like how much money did they raise? How many people did they help? How many sporting club members had an awesome season because of you? Because this is what it's all about. So if we're genuinely sponsoring and supporting from the heart, you know, it is about genuinely backing these people so that they succeed. So in my book, that's like the most important did I help them to succeed? Okay, number two is reach. So this means how many people saw the content that the sponsorship um, uh, that the sponsorship created. So if the organization that you're choosing to sponsor has agreed to share out content that demonstrates your support of the cause and say so this might be like via social media, they will be able to provide you with the number of people that this content reached. Now, similarly, if you're publishing content via your social media channels as well that also talks about how you're sponsoring this cause, and as I've said, this is definitely what I recommend, then you too can measure the reach of that content. Some organisations might offer sponsors a report of how their marketing um, has helped build visibility for their sponsors but if they don't simply ask for this when you're putting together with your agreement with them just so that the expectation is there it, that that we're looking to see you know the the overall visibility of this this sponsorship um, and the content that's been shared, that's, that's important to us. It's an important measure of our, our return on investment. So can we please get this? That just gives the volunteer you know, if it's volunteers who don't know a lot about Facebook or um, whatever the case may be, you can kind of give them, give them the heads up that, you know, this is something that you'll be looking to, to measure the success of the sponsorship by Number three is engagement. So just as you can measure the reach of the social media content shared by the cause that you're supporting and your own content, you can also measure the engagement. Now, of course, by that, I mean clicks, likes, comments, or shares of this content, Again you know simply express that this is one of the measurement metrics that you'll be using to review the success of the sponsorship from both sides when you're putting to the agreements in place. And again, this is something that they should be able to access from their social media channels and you should too. Number four is website clicks. Um, again, this is going both ways so i always recommend to my clients that if they are sponsoring a cause that they add this to an appropriate section of their website if it's a if it's a significant enough sponsorship and in most sponsorship instances the sponsored organization will often include details of all of their sponsors somewhere on their website so, if this is the case, we can track clicks to the website to see how many people were exposed to your logo or information that was included about your sponsorship alignment. So, you'll just need to make sure that you actually look for the number of hits that the web page that showed your details received. So, your logo might be seen on the home page or it could actually be a specific sponsorship page. So, rather than look at the the overall website hits just have a bit of a gaze at, at how many people actually went and looked at that sponsorship page and generally I, that's where i kind of go oh it's probably better to actually have the particularly major sponsors on on a home page or or a page of the website where people are actually going to be going to because People generally don't tend to navigate themselves to the sponsorship page as a standalone page. You know, people, if if say, for example, if it's an event, they'll go to the homepage, they'll go to the event details, the listings, they might go to the contact page, but they're generally not going to, to snoop around to the sponsorship page. So try and get on a page on the website that has high visibility. Um, and then, of course, if you put details of the sponsorship on your website, you can actually measure the page that, that um, you've put that that information there. Um, particularly if that sponsored organization is sending traffic to your website, it might even be the URL link that you include to give them to, to, to send them over to your website. So, you want to be able to see how many people saw that content on the site. Now, this information is available via Google Analytics. Um, So you you can look at your Google Analytics and obviously they will have to have Google Analytics set up. Um, It's a free account. It's easy to set up. If they've got a website, whoever developed their website should be able to easily set up Google Analytics um, and they can get that information from there. Number five, video views. If there has been any video content that has been shared to promote the Sponsorship Alliance, It's a really good idea to include this metric into your sponsorship measurement metrics. So now, depending on where the video has been published, you can get the videos from um, the video views from Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. I mean, they're generally where videos are are published and then they're published natively within the platform. If you've spot if the sponsored, if the cause or the sponsored organization has paid for the videos to run on Facebook or Instagram, say for example, they've run them through the platform or they've boosted them, then you'll actually be able to get quite detailed figures of watch time. Because when Facebook and Instagram are reporting on video views, like that's the metric that you'll generally see when you post a video, but it's actually only a three-second video view. So, if the context and the extent of your sponsorship can't be seen in that first three seconds, then you'll probably want to pay more attention to how many people watch that video for longer. So, YouTube analytics will actually give you that information for free. You can see where people have dropped off watching your video. Um, but Facebook and Instagram, they'll only give you that really detailed um, watch time metrics if you pay for it, if you, if you've boosted it or, or run it through the platform, ad platform. Now, number six is email open rates. Now, if you're sending emails to your database to share the news about your sponsorship of a cause or an event or an organization, then measuring the open rate of these emails is a really great way to judge how many people have been exposed to the alignment. So, of course, you'll need an email measurement, uh, sorry, an email marketing software that That actually provides you with these um, reporting figures. Um, Similarly, if the organisation that you are sponsoring is also sending emails to their database, you can ask them to share their open rates of the emails that they send out that include any promotion of your brand in there. Now, of course, if there are any contextual links shared within that email where people are then able to actually click back to your website as a sponsor, then this number would be really good to know as well. Number seven, if you're sponsoring events, um, then the measurement of how many people actually turned up to that event, of course, is very, very important particularly if your signage and branding and presence in general is strong at the event or activation. So, that's that's a bit of a no-brainer, uh, but it's definitely one of your key metrics. Um, you know, if, if the event has been sold to you as attracting 10,000 people and only 100 turn up, then that's probably not a great success story happening right there. Um, number eight is media clippings. So if the event or organization that you're sponsoring has an active media campaign to support their cause, then you could find yourself mentioned in some of this media. So the expectation that you're included in any of these media releases that are sent out to support the cause is, is also something that you want to include in your sponsorship agreement in the first place, just so that that expectation is there And it's not always a guarantee. So the organisation that you're sponsoring might have included details of your sponsorship in their media pack or their media release. However, the journalist who chooses to run the story ultimately chooses what information to include in their article. So if they don't deem the the long list of sponsors that's been included in the media release, as as good reading or particularly important to the news story that they're they're publishing, they might not include that. So it's not always a given, that one. Um, Number nine is stakeholder feedback. So I used to work on a huge food and wine event in Port Macquarie. It was called Tastings on Hastings. And because of the funding arrangement for that, it it was an event that was run through council so we used to have, because of the the um, uh, the funding um, that, that, as I said, the funding that was actually assigned to that event, it actually meant that we had to have quite detailed post-event reporting um, to measure the success of the event each year, and just to track how well those funding dollars, obviously, had been allocated and spent, and the return that they got. Essentially, I mean, I guess that's a big form of sponsorship in itself. But apart from the funding that we got for that event, we also harnessed many local sponsors to help bring the life the event to life. So, of course, we were happy. We had to do the reports anyway. So, of course, we were really happy to share any of these event metrics with our major sponsors. And one of the me- measurements that we took at the time of the event and just after the event was an attendee survey. So this was really just to ascertain that, that the attendees that came along had a good time. It was like a satisfaction kind of survey. Um, we also asked them some other questions in terms of how they heard about the event and a few other questions like that, but it was a it was a really, really short, concise survey. Um, And we literally had people walking around at the event, like manually getting these surveys filled in. And then because we had a huge database of um, email subscribers, we could send the survey online as well, like the day after the event to, to get people to fill that in too. Um, so every year, fortunately, we had rave reviews from our attendees, and this was just always really comforting from us for our sponsors to hear because their brand had been so heavily aligned with the success of this event. So of course, when you know they see the number of people that turned up at the event um and they're like, yay, you know, all the people that came along for 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 the sponsorship arrangements we had in place. Um, for, for these guys, it was it was obviously a lot of post-marketing leading up to the event. They had a heavy presence at the event, um, but we did everything that we could to ensure the visibility of their brand all along the way. Um, so then to go, great, you know, we've got all of the, the different measurements in terms of all the people that have seen our brand, all the people that are engaged, et cetera, this many people turned up on the day. And isn't it comforting to know that, you know, the event has, has was deemed a wonderful time by the attendees and, and our brand's been associated with that. So that's always a, a great way to understand the success of the event is just gathering that stakeholder feedback. And it might not just be the attendees. It could be pe- other people that were evol- involved with the event. You know, how was the event run? Did the event run smoothly? Was it a positive experience to be part of that event? That's all really, really useful feedback that everybody within the the event or the cause um, should know. Number 10 is redemptions. So, one thing that's really, really common for sponsors to include in, this is probably more like sporting team sponsorships are uh, redemption vouchers. And typically, these redemption vouchers are kind of handed out to the sporting club and they might entitle the club member to a discount or a value add if the member actually comes into store with the little voucher and redeems it. So, for, say, for example, my son's rugby team was sponsored by one of our local sporting retailers locally. They provided all the players with a 10% discount And so Henry went in and bought a huge tackle bag from the shop using his voucher, which was amazing. That's great. Um, So the store could easily measure that because Henry bought back the voucher, they could easily measure, you know, how many vouchers they actually got back from the club. And if they were extra diligent, then they could also measure not just the redemptions but the dollar amount associated with those redemptions. And then they can just weigh this up against the dollars that they spent sponsoring the team. So, there you have it. There's 10 ways that you can measure the effect of your sponsorship investment I hope this has helped. I hope it encourages you to get out there and um, support your your local area um, or causes that you're really passionate about. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. And remember, if you want a list of 50 high-impact marketing activities that you can easily implement on a small budget head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things. And until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.